Welcome back to the Relax My Cat podcast. My name is Claire. My name is Sam. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm a bit sick, so um, if I just zone off, you know what's happened. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe this uh, this subject this week might actually be, you know, <laughs> fitting for you. Yeah, <laughs> Vloggers over the Relax My Cat YouTube channel where we make videos about cats and now we host the Relax My Cat podcast where we talk about cats and we love it because we get to talk about cats. <laughs> so yeah, Sav is a bit sick today so um, if they keep zoning out, they're still with us, just not quite. <laughs> Having a moment, it's fine. <laughs> Having a moment, yeah. This week we are talking about a, quite a serious um, thing and I know it's topical in the media but it's got nothing to do with what's going on in the media at the moment and um, we're going to be talking about the feline coronavirus. Um, now the feline coronavirus is got nothing to do like I said with the coronavirus that is in the media at the moment which is well at point of recording it's March 2020 isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, feline coronavirus has got nothing to do with that. And that's that feline coronavirus has been around for a really, really long time. So just a public service announcement. Before you guys listen to this podcast and think that we're saying that cats can carry coronavirus, we're exactly, absolutely 100% not saying that, are we? No, definitely not. And the reason we kind of wanted to do this one is because if you if your cat does catch feline coronavirus, feline coronavirus mm. um, and your vet says oh it's got feline coronavirus we don't want you guys to freak out and be like oh my gosh my cat is spreading the coronavirus that's not no. it at all no no <laughs> uh, feline coronavirus is a completely different thing and actually doesn't affect other people other animals or people so don't worry and most cats who have feline coronavirus are perfectly fine but unfortunately it can mutate into feline infectious parentitis which is very very serious but we'll get into that later on in the podcast so yes let's talk about feline coronavirus well mm. feline, yeah feline coronavirus or fcov i'll just say feline coronavirus it's just easier to say yes it really is <laughs> Um, it's actually a common and contagious virus which is passed in the feces of cats and it's more commonly found in multi-cat households um, so if you're in a house that's got lots of cats, especially if a lot of them go outside a lot or have uh, interaction with other cats or you have a cat who, you know, interacts with lots of other cats in the neighbourhood or whatever, or you live in a farm and you've got a farm cat and they have like big families, it's much more common for cats in these multi-cat um, environments to catch feline coronavirus. So how do they catch it? Well... It's mainly from swallowing the virus or from contact with other cats, as you said, um, litter trays, um, exposure to any kind of like fecal matter is the main means of transmission. Um, it's uh, actually up to around about 40% of cats that will be infected with the virus in their lifetime. So it's quite common and most owners won't really even know that their cat has had it. And it, it's quite contagious, so nearly every cat that comes into contact with the virus will usually get the virus. Mm, yeah. Um, now, if your cat does get feeling coronavirus, um, what do you need to look out for? Are there symptoms? Um, what, how does it affect your cats? Well, 
In actual fact, believe it or not, most cats will not actually display any signs of being infected with feline coronavirus. Um, even though some cats can get diarrhea for a few days, basically cats who do get feline coronavirus tend to shed the virus in their feces every few months. Um, but they'll be perfectly happy, perfectly healthy. Um, and like I've said before, most owners won't even know that your cat has got um, feline coronavirus. Now, where feline coronavirus becomes an issue is in a very small percentage of cats, um, the virus itself mutates and causes a fatal disease called feline infectious periantitis, or FIP, which is actually easier to say than the other one. (laughs) Um, This, again, is more likely to occur in multi-cat environments and can take weeks, months, or very occasionally years after the initial infection for um, it to develop. Now, feline infectious periantitis is very, very uh, serious. Um, and if your cat does um, does get it, if the virus in the in your cat mutates to this, you need to know what you're dealing with. Unfortunately, it's not a happy ending, but Sav and I think you guys need to know all about it, really. Definitely, yeah. Mm. So what causes it to change? Why does it change um, into FIP? Unfortunately, we don't really know exactly what causes it to change, but there are a number of things that can make it more likely for it to mutate. Um, One of them is stress, so like any kind of cat stress moving home, um, new interactions, new objects, you know, the usual things that stress cats out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anything, basically. Pretty much anything. (laughs) Yeah. age young cats and old cats are um, more susceptible as they have poor immune systems um any cat that has a a lower lower defense a lower immune system is yeah, more yeah. Um, likely as mm-hmm. well so this can be things like diabetes or um autoimmune diseases as well um it has any of these and you're a little, a little bit worried about its health um definitely go to the vets yeah. You should go to the vets for stress and things like that and poor immune systems and just monitor anyway, but just in case, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like if your cat's got feline coronavirus, whether you know it or not, if you get if your cat sort of goes to the vet on a regular basis anyway, um, they can find out if they've got feline coronavirus and um if you find out they do, you can sort of help make sure that it doesn't develop into um FIP. I mean I there's not a lot known about FIP, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so I don't actually know what exactly causes it. But I think the more you know, the better equipped you are with things like Definitely. this. Yeah. So what is FIP? Well, FIP is an uncommon fatal viral de- disease caused by an infection from the mu- mutated feline coronavirus. Mm. Um, it's most common in young cats um, and older cats, like Sav said, um, and other cats and cats living with other Cats, yeah, yeah, cats, cats. I've said cats like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot um, of cats. Yeah. <laughs> now, like I said before, there's not much, not that much known about FIP, so there aren't actually that many signs to really look for when it comes to your cat having FIP. Now, unfortunately, if your cat has um, developed uh, feline infectious periantitis, then it's not a good diagnosis to have. It's your cat will probably need to be put down, but. It's just really sad, but yeah, it's awful. It's, it's not common, so it's not like you know your cat's at a huge risk of getting it. But um, but like I said, there's not much known about it, so there's no unique signs of FIP. Um, and if there are, they do vary. All cats with FIP are unwell. Uh, most will have a fever, appear lethargic, or um, you know sleepy, and probably go off their to- their food. Um, 
which you know all in all senses if your cat has a fever appears lethargic or is off their food obviously you should take your cat to the vet anyway because that's just you know not not normal for your cat no (laughs) um though two types of fip exist um although apparently that there can be crossover in between the two first one is wet fip which just grosses me out saying that <laughs> yeah it's not a nice um no. set of words though no no and it's you know this is where fluid builds up in the abdomen causing your cat to appear swollen um it's also can also happen in the chest which can cause breathing difficulties the next one is dry fip um and this is minimal fluid builds up but cats can appear dull with a poor appetite and a high, a high temperature they may lose weight and have problems with their vision, behaviour or nervous systems and can also develop jaundice. Now, these are all not good things. So if you notice any of these things in your cat, obviously get them to the vets. Take them to the vets. <laughs> so you're taking, to, taking them to the vets. Um, they're going to need to be diagnosed. Um, unfortunately, FIP is not very easy to diagnose as there's not much mm-hmm. known about it. There's nothing you can really test for. That will always confirm or rule out FIP, which is a real, real shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's usually a combination of things such as physical findings, blood tests, and testing fluid from the chest or abdomen that can give indication. But the the only um, definitive way to diagnose FIP is through biopsies. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, because it is so violent. Uh, an illness they are usually diagnosed after the cat has already passed yeah yeah anything any sort of build-up of fluids and all that kind of thing and things like jaundice and breathing problems nervous system stuff like you know that that could be so many things yeah. um with your cat and sadly yeah it quite often <laughs> it's going to be something that ends with your cat being put down or passing away which is just heartbreaking yeah it's awful yeah um Um, So unfortunately, there is no cure for FIP. Um, End-of-life care will start to be put in place, how to make your cat um, comfortable and relieve any kind of symptoms up until the bad days become worse, Mm. become more than the good days. And then, unfortunately, most cats affected will have to be put down Mm. um, at some point. But that doesn't mean you can't make their last days the best days of their life. No. Well, it must be really hard, though. It's like when you with you and Maya, you know, she, um, you had to give her sort of end of life care, didn't you? Yeah, and it, it is. It's really difficult because you want to just do the best, but you've always got it looming over your head. Like, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be the day? Yeah, after? yeah. Am I, am I being honest with myself with how many days have been good and how many have been bad? Yeah, because obviously you want your cat to be around forever, don't you? Because you know, and, but you know, you've got to gauge whether you're being kind to your cat or not by perpetuating this life of theirs which just because you like having them around it's just heartbreaking I can't yeah. I've never had to do that fortunately but no. yeah it's yeah. really difficult but that are if that's something that you're going through there are people who have been through it and mm. everyone who has had a pet and has been through it understands or even just has a pet I think pet people yeah know. yeah pet people know they're, they're part yeah. of your family aren't they definitely talk yeah. to them they'll definitely be able to help don't just keep it in no, no, and like even we're we're even here. We're on yes. you know so social media and stuff. Like we know we know what we're talking about most of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, you can come find us on social media. Yeah, just you know find us on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. We're around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so can FIP be prevented? Well, unfortunately, there's no vaccine or anything, especially here in like in the UK, to protect against um, feline corona um, infection or um, FIP. Um, really, the only thing you can do to prevent it is, um, you know, if you have a lot of cats um, in your house or you have you live in a farm, like I said, you've got cats that live in big groups you know removing their feces as quick as possible after they've um you know done their business um keep your cat's food away from litter box litter boxes litter trays and disinfect and clean the litter trays at least twice a week um the facts are fewer than one in ten cats who are infected with feline coronavirus will go on to develop fip um so you know it's very very low risk but obviously yeah. the risk is there should you suspect that your cat has been exposed to feline corona, um, minimising their stress is going to be a huge way that you can make sure that it doesn't mutate into FIP. So this might be, you know, if you've got a lot of cats, making sure they've got their own space, um, make sure it's not too overcrowded. So as much as it's amazing, the idea of having 25 cats <laughs> might yes. not be the best idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, so avoid overcrowding, avoid uh, introducing new pets. Um, if you are moving house, make making sure that it is a, a, you know, a stress-free um, thing that your cat has to go through as possible. So, um, you know, it might even, I mean, putting a cat into a category can be quite stressful, but it might be like the kindest thing to do. You just got to weigh up really what you think, how your cat is going to react to certain stresses, like whether putting them in a category is going to be the lesser of two evils. Um, so wherever possible, just avoid stressful events and situations and putting your cat through those kinds of things. So, yeah. And if you need any like extra advice on um, not only sort of getting rid of stress and that kind of thing, um, but how to look after your cat in general, like never feel um bad about going to your vets because that's why they're there they're there to help you and your cats so if you can use your vets to de-stress your cats so that if they do have coronavirus it doesn't become fip you know go for it just do it that's what they're there for (laughs) exactly and it's better to be safe than sorry i think absolutely and and vets will vets will understand that i mean you i don't think you can bother a vet too much i mean obviously if you're going every single day over the smallest stupidest little thing yeah (laughs) but you know vets are more often than not like um pet owners anyway so they totally get like the like you know questions you might have or um, worries you might have about your cat or your animal it's just don't be afraid to use them that's what they're there for (laughs) definitely definitely yeah, so that is um, feline coronavirus and feline infectious periodontitis. It's a very important thing to know about as a cat owner, I think. I think you should know about these things though, so that you, you know, you, you're sort of prepared for these yes. kinds of things. Um, the more you know. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is not as fun as our episodes tend to be, is it? <laughs> no, not quite, but a very important one absolutely yeah I mean that's what we're here for we're here to talk about the silly things about cats but also the important things about cats because cats are members of your family they're you know just as important as you know well in my personal opinion yes I agree (laughs) just as important as partners parents kids anyone else I agree definitely yeah I mean we don't have kids so cats no kids are our kids yeah but I think it's gonna stay that way (laughs) yeah same same (laughs) 
so yeah that was um feline coronavirus and fip um like i said before do feel free to get in contact with us we are around and we like to talk about anything to do with cats um and sab unfortunately has had to do palliative care for her cat maya so if you need to talk to anyone about that or you just want some information hit us up we like talking to people on that as well actually Um, oh you did yes it'll be last june july-ish around about now um yeah it's gone so quick i can't believe it's been that long i know um but I think it's something that I guess we're both really passionate about. If you're having any issues, no mm. matter how big or small it feels, especially to do with cats and palliative care, definitely mm. speak to people. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And watch some videos, they might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why we do it. We're like, we, we love cats and we like to help people understand cats a bit more. And that's, it's what we do. Yes. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> our job. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, thanks for joining us on this uh, slightly less fun episode, but definitely very important episode. And we hope you've enjoyed it. And we hope that you join us our next episode. Yes, thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.